We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com A Kangaroo Fern production. Coming up next on that podcast is change. The tactics and the strategies are one thing, but the principles or what matter, right? Principles are truths that stay true no matter the situation. So you can take your skills from different areas and apply them to different um, modes, whether it's Facebook Lives, podcasting, whatever it is you're doing. That's what I really like about podcasting is that, you know, some people think of it as being separate from their business, when in essence, It can be the core engine of the business, driving that business for you, attracting the right clients, moving them from a, a listener to a prospect to a client. You're listening to that podcast exchange. The show that will provide you valuable information and advice from world-class podcast experts to teach you the best practices to be successful in podcasting. The show for early-stage podcasters and service providers to give them the latest trends, news, and new opportunities in the podcast industry. Now, on to the show with your host, Miko Santos, the founder of Kangaroofer Media Lab. Welcome to the Podcast Exchange. It's another episode of a different sort of story and learning today on the Dot Podcast Exchange. So every two weeks time, we talk to our podcasting expert to learn more about podcasting, how to grow the show, how to monetize it. For this episode, we're talking to Evans Putman. So he is the global best podcasting monetization coach and co-creator of the world's best movement and founder of seven figure podcaster wow that's a lot <laughs> so so stick around and uh we'll dive in now good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you are i have Mr. evans putman welcome to the show evans how are you today i'm doing great thank you mika thanks for having me All right, thank you so much for that. So let's start with a backstory. So you, 20 years ago, Evans, you are a fitness owner and an online business. And I think you're also a marketing consultant during that time. Can you tell me about during that time that led you into podcasting? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was one of those things where it wasn't something I expected, 
right? It wasn't anything that I had in my plans, but then again, we make plans, but somebody else determines what those plans go by usually, right? So I, yeah, you were absolutely correct. I was doing marketing consulting. I'd been in the fitness world before that. I created a couple of online businesses and sold them. And then I came to a point where I got a little lazy in my reaching out to people and filling my pipeline, my sales pipeline. So I had a couple of really great clients and something happened and they ended up having to stop working with me. And I found myself in this position where I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I got to pay some bills. So I sort of beat myself up a little bit for a couple of days. And then I got back up and said, you know what? I've always gotten clients. I'll go get one. Well, I found this, I saw this job posting and this guy was asking about podcast show notes and needed help with it. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got a writing background. I've got marketing consulting, but I was like, this is really not something that I would do at this point in my career. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was like, I was, what he was asking for in the price level was below my pay grade at the time, but I kept getting pulled back to it. So I actually reached out to the guy, found myself getting a one-on-one meeting with him in the same local area where we lived, which was really rare because most of my clients were somewhere else. Generally, we sat down, I started asking him questions, found out that he had a bigger vision, right? He wanted to get his message and his mission out, wanted to use his podcast, wanted to keep growing. It was struggling to grow and he didn't have any kind of monetization plan. So I said, give me the weekend, Pat, and I'll get back to you. I'm going to put together an entire strategy on how we can take this thing to the next level. Then I went home and I thought, I've never worked with a podcast before. What am I going to do? All right. So like entrepreneurs, like most of us are doing podcasts and all the entrepreneurs out there, we always say yes, and then figure it out later. Right. So that's what I did. And I ended up basically taking my knowledge that I'd had over the years of how to do content marketing and marketing strategy. And I just applied it to the podcast and we used those strategies to grow to 150,000 monthly listeners and ended up making over 12 months, half a million dollars US and later took that beyond seven figures and then sold the business. So we, we went from having, he had a struggling vision that wasn't growing a podcast, this desire, we turned it into an actual sellable, scalable business and then sold the thing. And now I help people that I worked with do the same with the strategies that I developed back then. Well, that's an interesting story. When you're transitioning to being an online marketing consultant and then go to the podcasting, is that hard for you to transition? Or because you have already a skill that just tweak it going into a podcasting? Yeah, I, you know, and just to frame this too, He was the host, so he was actually speaking, and I was sort of the guy behind the curtain. But you're absolutely right. I did, I took the skills and the knowledge that I had, and I just started looking at the podcast and thought, what do we need? We need a bigger audience. I know how to do that. I just never done it for a podcast before, but I'll use some of the strategies that I've used in the past to grow our podcast. And it worked. So it's really. You know, Miko, here's the thing that this is a really good lesson for everybody listening. And it's something I've learned over time is that the tactics and the strategies are one thing, but the principles are what matter, right? Principles are truths that stay true no matter the situation. So you can take your skills from different areas 
and apply them to different modes, whether it's Facebook Lives, podcasting, whatever it is you're doing. So you're saying you just transfer your skill to another sort of platform, like podcasting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, our goal, his goal with me and my goal for that business was he knew how to do the podcast. He already had a name out there. He had a system in place. He had an editor or production assistant. He needed to get ears on his podcast, right? I mean, it's what we all want. We want people to If we have a message, we want other people to hear it. And that's what his goal was. So for me, it was like, okay, how can I grow this? How can I get it in front of the right people? How can I attract the right audience? And how can we connect with them? And then we actually took those skills and we said, okay, now we've got to have revenue with this, right? So we actually created sales training and coaching and sold that through the back end to our listeners. So it became, it, we ran it just like any other business, but the podcast was the engine of the car, right? The podcast was what everything else revolved around. So that's what I really like about podcasting is that, you know, some people think of it as being separate from their business when in essence, it can be the core engine of the business driving that business for you, attracting the right clients, moving them from a listener to a prospect to a client. It can help get your message out, right? It does everything for you. It brings all the traffic, the ears, the eyes right on your business. So you're saying the podcast you have in your business is like your sort of brand awareness for your business. Absolutely. Yes. Brand awareness, but also what a lot of people do, and this is what we do differently, is we actually teach our clients how to use the podcast to not just use for brand awareness to not just attract your ideal clients, but to actually create your ideal clients by the content that you provide them, right? You help shape their beliefs and help transform their lives through the content that you provide, through your stories, through your whatever you're sharing on your podcast episodes. Next question for you, Evans, is that how to start a podcast with the correct audience? Because some people Yeah, they have a business or individual people want to start a podcast. They just have an idea. That's it. Do you think it's really to have get the customer avatar first before you do your own podcast? Well, yes, definitely. And then you can't always control who comes to listen to your podcast. So it's almost like a funnel. If you think about the funnel is wide at the top, your audience is going to be wider who finds your podcast and discovers it. But by knowing that avatar, that dream client, by knowing who that person is you want to serve, you're then able to provide the type of content that would attract that person to listen and keep listening to your podcast. So you definitely should know, one, what your message is, what is, you know, and here's something that we are all unique. We all have our own message. We all have our own authentic style. So be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else but know what your message is and then actually sit down and think who is it that I want to work with? Who is it that I want to serve? Right? Don't think of it from the point of, well, these people have money and these people don't because you want to sit down and figure out who you like to hang out with, right? Like who would you like to sit down across the table from and have a cup of coffee, have a meal and have a conversation Because even if you're not interviewing these people, these listeners, 
it's like having a conversation with them, right? And eventually, if you're using it to drive your business, you're going to move them from, you know, just being out here in the audience to being an avid listener to then becoming a client. So if you want to attract the right clients, you need to know who that ideal avatar is for your listener as well. But always, you know, for us, I tell people all the time, right? My, my business partners and I sit around and we, we map out. We don't think about demographics, but more like psychographics, right? And the difference of those are demographics are, you know, 20 years old to 28 years old, male, female, whatever, how much money you make. But then what we think about are things like, are they fun? Are they action takers? Are they coachable? You know, we look more at the person themselves and start thinking about who is that and then design that person and then speak to that person and help them and serve them with our message. So so there's two types of avatar that you're saying, it's demographic and the other one you're saying it's like you said, the personality. Yeah, absolutely. More like the personality of the person because who do you like to hang out with, right? I mean, it really is that. If you're a coach, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, uh, many of the entrepreneurs I work with are coaches, consultants, course creators, things like that. They want to serve their ideal dream client, right? And to do that, you have to like your clients, right? You have to like, if they're not fun, if they're negative all the time, if they're not the kind of person that you would want to hang out with in person, why do you want to work with them in your business? So that's why we take the psychographics and the personality in mind and really think about what does that person look like, right? Are they fun? Are they an action taker? Are they coachable? You know, what do they like? What do they not like? What, just what kind of person they are. And then that can really help because as a podcaster, when we speak to those, to our audience, we want to be speaking to one person, right? To that you. And when you speak to the you who's on the other side of the microphone or listening to you, listening to your podcast, it creates a deeper connection. So if you're going to create a connection, you want to be able to like that person, right? Because it's hard to create connections with people that you don't really like their characteristics or the way they are. So you're saying connection. So connection equal engagement. How would you do that in mm-hmm. podcasting? Oh, that's a great question because you really hit... You hit the nail on the head, Miko, and here's what, there's two things there, right? Engagement and connection. And I'll say this, this is the one thing that I explain to a lot of our clients, a lot of the people when I go out and speak, the biggest mistake podcasters make when it comes to monetization is not moving that listener to the next place where they can deepen the connection and create a relationship. And for many times, it's moving people to, say, a Facebook group or something where you can have Zooms or Facebook Lives. You move from a one-way conversation to a two-way conversation. So that's one way to create connection sort of after the fact, right? But engagement-wise, during your episodes and connection during the episodes, one, speak to the you, right? If you find yourself always saying, we, 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 or I, 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 It doesn't create the connection with the listener. But if you speak to that person in a you and you say things like, you know, you know how when you do this and it feels this way or, you know, sometimes you X, Y, Z this. And if you attach those types of phrases to a feeling, then it really creates a connection with the listener. Right. And it keeps them engaged. 
but there's also practical things you can do as well, right? Asking your listeners to participate by sending in emails, sending in questions, keeping them engaged that way, move them. One of the biggest things we tell people is move them to get them on an email list, move them to a Facebook group, to a, some kind of community, whatever. It doesn't have to be on Facebook, anything like that, where you can create the connection and speak that way. Because you hit the nail on the head when it comes to growth. One thing that many f- people forget, they forget about the listeners they have, right? They're always thinking about who they need to get to listen. But it's like, hey, if you've already got a thousand monthly downloads and it stays around that number, guess what? You've got a really connected, loyal listenership. So keep them, take care of them, because as you build that foundation, it makes it much easier to grow. Question I have is that what platform? There's a lot of platforms. There's a Discord, there's a Facebook. What platform do I need to do to do the engagement? I would say it's, you'd have to look at who your listener is and what the avatar is, right? Like most people, you know, I would say if they're younger, might be something like Discord. If they're older, generally it's probably going to be something like Facebook. If it's professionals, you're speaking to CEOs, people in like corporate jobs, it might be something in LinkedIn, even a LinkedIn group or doing LinkedIn lives to bring people in. You know, even just doing something where you can get people to a monthly Zoom, where you can actually engage with your listeners, provide some value. Maybe you have a guest that's really popular and you bring them over to a Zoom and say, hey, you know, Miko came on our show. He was really amazing. You guys loved it. Guess what he's doing? He's doing this special Zoom with us and you get to ask questions. So make sure you come over, right? So then it becomes interactive. It moves from a one-way conversation to a two-way conversation. And when you start thinking about how you can do that, right, it deepens the connection, creates an emotional bond, engages with that listener. That's how you can turn those listeners easily into clients because eventually they will just raise their hand and say, you know what? I've listened to Miko's podcast for X amount of months. I've heard like, you know, I've binged on hundreds of episodes, whatever it is. And then he invited me over here. I've been in his group for a while. He's very knowledgeable. He shares, he comments, he engages. Then we had this this Zoom call where we came on and he actually let me ask questions and was very, you know, honest and gave great feedback, demonstrated value. I'm ready to work with him, right? So sometimes it can take a while. Sometimes it can be really quick. It just depends on where that person is in their belief in themselves on getting the result that you promise them that you can get them. Sounds interesting. Thank you for that. So you have to say you need to do like a poll question to your listener, which platform they want to engage. Is that all right? I would think most people probably know if you've done your research, you sort of know who your avatar is ahead of time. So you sort of know where they are, right? And then you just direct them there. The one thing that we often tell our clients is to remind them, don't confuse them too much at the end of a podcast. Always send them one place. Just send them one place. If you can send them one place where you can engage and deepen the connection, From that one place, you can always say, hey, now that we've spent some extra time together, can I ask you guys a favor? Would you guys go give me a a rating and a review on on Apple 
right? So they're much more likely to do that because now you're asked for getting a review, you're asked for getting a rating, you're asked for getting a share is not coming directly after a podcast, but coming after you've given them some additional value where they feel that reciprocity. And they're like, you know what? I definitely want to give Miko a, a great review because he spent an extra 30 minute, minutes with me and answered some of my questions. Sounds great. So last question I have, Evans. This is most of the common question I always heard for any podcaster or early stage podcaster. How can we monetize the podcast? Well, there are multiple ways and I will share, you know, I know some of us always hear, you know, sponsorship, sponsorship, sponsorships, right? That's what people think. They think that's an easy way to do it. But in reality, sponsors, actually, before I was doing this, I came from the world of radio. So I understand radio advertising too, right? And people that are going to give you money for a sponsorship, for to put an ad on your show or whatever, they want to know that you have a really loyal listenership and that you have a very large reach. Earlier, when I spoke about having 150,000 monthly listeners on average is what our show was, we had a lot of people reach out to us about sponsorships, but we also had to consider our audience. Do they want to be interrupted with ads? Are we right for selling ads? And you know what we decided? We're going to sell our own ads, right? We Instead of selling other people's businesses, we created our own business, attached it to our podcast, and moved people to that because it was a much bigger re- return on investment by doing that. So what I would tell people... And this is the thing. There's no right or wrong, right? Like I work with podcasting entrepreneurs. These are usually coaches, consultants, business owners, speakers, you know, authors, course creators. So they have their own business. So what we do with them is we work out what we call, we have this podcast sales machine blueprint. It's a four-step process that we put people through to help take people from defining exactly what they're going to offer to sell through their podcast, the process they're going to do it through, how to capture leads, how to to sell your offers. You don't do it in the podcast. You just do it after the fact once you've deepened that relationship like you were just asking me about. And then we start turning on the fuel of growing the audience because now we've got everything in place, how to move them from audience to listener to lead to client and we turn on the front end of the funnel, which is building that audience, right? Filling it with more listeners, filling it with more listeners. So what I would tell people to do is start thinking, if you are an entrepreneur, think of how I can, one, help these listeners be, and this is really important, Miko, it's like you help them through your podcast content, be who they need to be to do the thing they wish to do, which is the thing you offer. Right. So if you help them become that person that they need to be to do the thing that they wish to do successfully, whether it's launching a business, starting as a freelance writer, becoming a podcaster, even as a podcast coach, you can coach this. Right. If you help them be what they need to be to do what they need to do, and that's the result you give them, then the next step is move them to where off of your podcast where you can build that relationship get their email address, stay in touch with them, keep providing value, and then let them raise their hand, give them the opportunity to work with you and just let them raise their hand to say, yes, I want to. So for me, it's selling 
the best way to monetize is selling your own products and services through a specific plan that we actually use. We think it works really well because we've done it again and again and again and again successfully. And then if you want to, as you grow and grow and get bigger, maybe have a backup is throwing in some ads if you want to or sponsorships because the the payout for the sponsorships is going to be a lot less than the benefit of selling something. And here's something for many people, you know, like yourself, Miko, if you have like beginner podcasters, maybe it's a, just a passion for them, right? Guess what? There's other people out there that want to learn podcasting. And if you're just a couple of steps ahead of them, you know how to buy a mic, you know how to set it up, you know how to edit your episodes. There's a new podcaster that needs those skills. So you don't have to be 10 years in the business to start sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with other people and helping them. The people two steps behind you are the people that will really connect with you. And they will be the people that will say, hey, you know what, Miko, that's awesome. Can you help me edit this? You're like, yeah, I've got this great course I put together. And you just, you sell them a course for $27 or something, right? $97 and slowly start to build your business that way. So that's one thing I like to tell everybody and just remind them. People want to work with you where you were, just maybe two steps back climbing the mountain, right? They relate to you and they need your help. And each of us has a skill that we're learning that we can reach back and help somebody else along that journey by sharing it with them. And it could be something as simple as, you know what? This is how you use Zencaster. I put together a 15 minute training on it. Do you need it? Right. So, so for those of you starting out, just finding, finding a skill that you're really good at and start sharing it with people that are just a few steps behind you is a great way to start moving forward and start making a little bit of money to pay for your podcast. And then as you grow and you grow and you grow, you can start doing other things like Patreons, like sponsorships, like selling your own products. Thank you for that. Very well said and informative. I totally agree with you that you need to have your own vision if you want your podcast to be be like a business owner. It's not only just sharing the content, but be a business owner, thinking of what you can help from others. If you have, say, if you have a billboard to write one short piece of advice to all our listeners and also watching this podcast as well, what would you say to them? Well, one thing, I, this actually popped up in my memories the other day, and I thought, I was like, well, this is sort of cool. I'd forgotten about it, but it was quite simple. It was failure and success are both part of the journey, right? Failure and success are both part of the journey. So don't get down on yourself if things don't go great. Just keep going because it's just another data point, right? It's not the end of the line. If something like if I would have, if I would have given up when I lost those two big clients and just not said, you know what? I learned a lesson. I keep moving forward. I never would have ended up growing a podcast to four and a half million listeners and turned it into a seven figure business because it's all part of the journey. So for everybody listening, just keep moving forward, believe in yourself. You've got something special in you that somebody needs to hear and somebody needs help with. So that one person's out there. So always keep moving forward. So failure and success are both part of the journey. Thank you so much. Very well said. So Evans, when can our listener contact you online just in case we want to have a chat with you, have a conversation about 
podcasting, can you let us know where can we contact you? Absolutely. I mean, the easiest place probably for me is just find me on Facebook, right? Shoot me a message. I'm under Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N. They can find me there. There's two of me. One of them is my page. One of them is me. So either one, you'll reach me. Those are the only two Evans Putmans I think that are out there. And then, um, you know, we also run a monthly masterclass too that I was sharing with you, Miko, that everybody's welcome to come to that and actually get in the room with me for four hours. Myself and Michelle Abraham, the amazing Michelle Abraham, who's helped launch almost 300 podcasts now. But we do this masterclass once a month. It's called Podcast Sales Machine. It's podcastsalesmachine.com. They can just come register for a free ticket. You know, for you, if it's okay too, Miko, I I put together a gift for your listeners. If they want to upgrade to do our VIP experience, which is pretty fun, they get to come in and ask some coach, get some real coaching from Michelle and myself. On the second page, after you get your free ticket, there's an opportunity to do that. And I actually created a coupon code with the word Miko, M-I-K-O, right? that they can get 50% off on that just as a gift to your listeners because we appreciate you and them so much. Wow. Thank you so much, Evan. So all the links will be on the show notes below. So please visit and please visit Evan's website as well. Thank you for your time, Evans, and uh, hope to see you again. Thank you, Mika. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. This is another episode of Dot Podcast Exchange. See you again in two weeks' time. Bye. Hello, Humanista. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted in the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. If you think others could benefit from listening, please share it on your socials. And if you're a new listener, then thank you so much for checking out the show. And don't forget, you can find all resources, links at the show note down below. Since you're listening to this, I can tell you that you truly are dedicated to making a podcast that is a game changer for you. Your listener and scales your influence and message to the masses. For that, I want to give you the Art of Podcasting course for free. To get that course, go to kangaroofirm.com slash free course. Again, that is kangaroofirm.com slash free course. If you'd like to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page and the link will be on our show notes. By the way, if you're looking to start your own podcast, our friend from Kangaroo Firm Media Lab can help you achieve that check their website at kangaroofirm.com again thank you for listening this is Miko Santos see you in two weeks time check out this trailer for the upcoming episode a kangaroo fern production coming up next on that podcast is change if you're in the business of selling something like consultancy or coaching or any conceptual sale, then podcasting is not your business. Podcasting is for you like a meeting.
It's a way of meeting somebody. You know, it's a fantastic business development tool. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.